What employees expect from their workplace has changed. And people's experience of work has changed too, across all industries. We know culture is key to employee experience. So how do we bring culture to life and strengthen it in this new landscape? I'm Hamish Coots, and you're listening to Talent Talks, brought to you by SEEK. Strong values-driven culture helped visual communications platform Canva navigate the complex environment of the past 12 months. Canva's head of people, Crystal Boyson, joined us for this remote episode of Talent Talks. Crystal shared with us what culture looks and feels like at Canva, and how values can be an anchor in times of change, and how culture can be brought to life in new ways now. What does culture look and feel like at Canva? Well, I'd say, you know, to us here at Canva, culture is really about creating an environment of belonging, empowerment, inclusion, where, you know, quite simply, our team just loves coming to work every day. So the foundation and continued growth of our culture, though, is really underpinned and driven by our core values. So we have, you know, six core values, and these values are what really bring our culture to life. And to us, they're far more than just words on a page. They're the North Star that really guide every action we take um, and every decision we make. So, you know, in short, I'd say our culture is really driven by our values and we strive to create inclusive culture where people feel like they belong, are treated with respect and are empowered to do their best work. It's interesting we talk about an inclusive culture and I certainly feel like, you know, at Seek we've been talking about that for a long time now, but I feel like to me it's got more meaning in the last 12, 24 months and it's perhaps taken on a different approach or a different weight of importance within an organisation as well. Is that what you're finding at Canva? Yeah, I think this year, you know, especially it's been about how do you build that connection and inclusive culture that's so important, but while being remote. And so it's been really important that we focused on both those elements and really um, been intentional about building meaningful connections, helping people with their well-being and just really driving like what is at the core of allowing folks to feel like they can show up and be their true authentic self every day at work, especially when you're not able to have those in-person connections that really help get to know someone on a deeper level more quickly. So that's been a big area of focus this year for us. And your workforce as well is spread internationally. So not just digitally, but but also internationally. So how do you approach your culture considering that you've got all these different locations as well? Our company has grown and it's we're an increasingly global workforce, especially after this last year. So we've been, you know, really looking at a number of different practices and processes to create a true and authentic sense of belonging and alignment across, you know, from anywhere in the world. And so, for example, today, you know, our team from offices around the world come together for a weekly all-hands meeting. So that's something that we moved to Cadence to be more frequent so we could all come together globally on a weekly basis. And then we have our big kind of Canva tradition, which are these big season seasonal celebrations where everyone comes together now virtually, but to reflect on our achievements and dream about the future. So doing some of those things um, have really helped. And then, of course, you know, while each office has its kind of unique vibe and like microculture, as I would call it, they're all still very much, you know, aligned to our overall culture and values and intentional ways that we bring those folks together is really important. So like while a celebration in Sydney might look a little bit different than, you know, in our office in Beijing, we want to make sure that we still foster like that. Everything's grounded in our values and those like core things with our culture. And I imagine in your role, getting to know those little microcultures, as you call them, must have been pretty fascinating as well. Yeah, it has been. There's been a lot to learn. So we opened our, you know, our latest office was uh, Austin, Texas. So we've got the good old y'all slaying down and we have you know, anywhere from Austin to Beijing now and Manila and here in Sydney. And then of course, 
remote folks all over the all over the globe. So it's been fascinating experiment this year. So how has that approach to culture evolved or, or grown over the last year, given what COVID has has thrown at us? Yeah, I mean, at Canva, I'd say we've always been really intentional in building, you know, that inclusive, diverse, and values-driven culture since day one. But this year made it even more important for us to focus on creating that strong sense of belonging and connection, as I mentioned, mm. and then being really, I guess, you know, more intentional and aware of the need to support our employees' well-being. Yep. So, you know, one of the things we did is we just doubled down on on the overall health and well-being of our employees. So we launched a new um, well-being program, which really, you know, solidified our commitment to helping our employees thrive in a remote world. And we lo- really looked at five domains to make sure it was super holistic, like not only the mind, body, connection, you know, meaning and financial well-being. I think that was really important. Mm. You know, we took all of our kind of classes and fitness offerings that used to be in the gym via Zoom now. So everyone can still kind of, you know, make sure they're taking care of their mental and physical health, even while we are remote. So I'd say that was one of the biggest ones. And then of course, you know, communication became more um, important than ever, as well as, you know, that connection piece. Communication is an interesting one, isn't it? I think even some of the teams that I've been working, finding the balance between too little or too much communication, and obviously everybody has their own unique needs. Have you sort of assessed that along the way around that cadence of communication and actually what you're communicating? Yeah, we did a couple of pulse checks throughout the year. We realized the need for communication was more important, but we also got the message, you know, to your point, some people like um, communication in different ways. So is it too much? And what what's the right communication at the right time for the right audience? And so we were really trying to get to the crux of that. So we did, you know, some pulse surveys to get employees feedback. And I, I think the main theme or headline I'd take away from the feedback we heard was that People didn't necessarily want more communication, but they wanted more context about things. So like why we're doing the things we are, the decisions that are being made, the vision, like grounding people in the why, because we, you know, we're very clear on in the what a lot of the time, but it was really bringing that context to folks, especially now that that context was harder to get when everyone was remote spread around the world. And you don't have the benefit of those hallway conversations or those water cooler conversations, whatever we want to call them, at least in your own office. I guess that really deliberate approach to communication is so important. Yeah, absolutely. You guys are also known for a really innovative culture as well. And innovation, I imagine, must have been key to maintaining connection and collaboration. Really interested in digging down what your leadership team did to approach this over the last 12 months. And indeed, you know, perhaps before that as well. The thing that makes Canva unique is our culture and you know our ability to get a lot of great work done, put out an amazing product, have that kind of quirky and fun culture behind it. So we're like, okay, we have to be really intentional about how do we take what makes Canva really unique and the Canva magic, as we call it, that's so prevalent in person and bring that out to the masses globally. So I think for us, again, it was really doubling down on the communication part and the connection building because we think a strong part of our and sense of who we are is the, the strong connections we have as a, as a team. Mm. Like one of the things that was kind of unique was around, we introduced what we call vibe champions. So vibe is a very Canva word. There were folks that we directly embedded into different areas of the business to work with team leads to really foster a strong uh, sense of belonging and, and inspire and like build that connection in a remote environment. So like these vibe champions helped coordinate remote events and celebrations, like team activities, and really worked to adapt the culture from our physical office into the online world. What have you learned about your people during the period of change? If you reflect back, and I know I know this is not over, but certainly there's probably time for reflection. What have you what are your key takeaways about your own people? First and foremost, that they're incredibly resilient and 
humans and that they're generally really, really good humans. Uh, we saw so many team members, you know, over the last year, put others ahead of themselves and rally around those that were struggling. And I think that really stands out to me. An example of that would be, um, you know, obviously the impact of COVID left many of our Vibe team members because they often, um, you know, they're our chef team, our receptionists, those that their jobs are in the office without something to do. And we obviously weren't going to ever let them go. So we repurposed their work and what they, they did. So without those people coming into the office to cook for, for example, our whole entire kitchen team um, instead uh, pivoted to cooking for our wider community communities and the most vulnerable people. And they cooked like for over 40,000 meals for charity as an example. That's one example of many around the team just showing up and being resilient and amazing human beings. That's amazing. That's a great example. Yeah. I mean, that's obviously, I would imagine that particular example is something you're probably most proud of, doing great work in the community. What other examples, I guess, are you, do you think back on that you're really proud of what your people have been able to do? Again, I think it is just a thing about resilience. But um, the other thing that I found really amazing that I'm really proud of is just, you know, how adaptable the team was. Like we literally took, you know, something like 1,200 global employees fully remote overnight, essentially. And we didn't skip a beat. You know, we closed our office in Sydney, for example, I think on a Friday. And we had to remotely onboard something like 30 or 40 newbies that following Tuesday. So something I'm really proud of is how our team rallied around this challenge and transformed our entire in-person onboarding to a remote experience that was just as meaningful and special as it was when it was in office. So like, for example, we turned our office scavenger hunt remote. We created virtual office tours so people could still get a feel of what it's like to be in the office. You know, and we sent like really cool swag bags all across the world for newbies. You know, and we, you know, things like we launched trainings and toolkits within days of how to effectively work remotely and communication tips and tricks and sessions for our coaches on the nuances of leading remote teams. Those kind of examples, again, that just show the resilience and grit and willingness to kind of just rally around and solve a problem that, you know, yeah. just makes me personally really proud to work at Canva. Did it surprise you, Crystal, at all how quickly you could move and make those changes? I mean, previously, I think we wouldn't have thought about that onboarding people remotely is necessarily a good idea. We want them to come into the offices and experience the whole thing. And that's just one example. But the speed at which you could adapt and move and continue your BAU, did it surprise you? It did. Yeah, it really did. And, you know, I, I don't know why, because, you know, we are, we're a tech company that moves really quickly regardless. Yeah. But I think, um, yeah, just seeing the speed at which we could, you know, do a complete 180 was like what was mind blowing to me. Um, and so it just kind of, it did light a little fire. It's like, oh, we're capable of this. What else can we do? Let's get to work on that, you know, product roadmap and let's get to work on this, this and that. So yeah, it was actually quite energizing actually. And I imagine, you know, once whatever normal looks like. And once, you know, more and more people go into the office, a heap of things that you'll potentially keep you've learned throughout this period, whether that's be processes or the way that, yeah, you, you do onboard people or the way you set goals, a few things floating around like that? There's a few things, but <laughs> this might be not the answer you're expecting, but one of <laughs> the best things that I think has come out of going remote was that we have instituted a meat-free Wednesday policy. It is absolutely the best and most productive. It's I think more gets done on a Wednesday at Canva than any other day of the week. We've done that along with a sacred lunch hour um, where we protect everyone's time because one, it is while we're remote, we want to encourage folks to actually take a break, disconnect, get away from their computer, and then also use that time to, you know, go have a personal connection, you know, to have a conversation that's not work-related. So there's really some great, like, connection and belonging things that have come out of it that I'd love to see us continue. But I think from a work perspective, one of the best things we've seen is we've really increased our, like, diligence and operational excellence around 
documentation, which that doesn't seem glamorous or sexy, but it's actually really important as a, <laughs> in a as for a company going through hyper growth. Uh, so we just really have done such a better job with our asynchronous communication. And I think we'll, we'll latch onto that for the future. Changing tact slightly and just talking about values. And, and obviously you started at the top of the interview talking about the crucial um, in terms of the culture and crucial to your organization. I'd love you to talk about the values and what they mean and perhaps a good starting point, which I love. One of your values is be a force for good, which, which sounds awesome to me. <laughs> so I'd love you to call that out and talk a little bit about your values. Yeah. All right. That is a good one. So yeah, we have one of our core values is be a force for good. And we believe, and we deeply believe this, that we have a very important role and responsibility to do as much good in the world as we possibly can as Canva. And luckily, we've been fortunate enough to make a tangible impact you know, on the lives of millions of people around the world through our design platform. But I think it's, it's more than that to us. And when Canva was founded, we, it was actually started on a pretty simple two-step plan. One, to build the most valuable technology company in the world while number two, doing as much good in the world as possible. So I think this is really brought to life in all of our work. And, you know, an example of that is that we recently launched Canva Foundation, um, as well as we do, you know, offer paid time off for our team to spend you know, time volunteering and things like that. Tell me about Canva Foundation. Yeah. Well, so, you know, we've just kind of get, gotten started there and we've made some really great strides. So one of the reasons Canva Foundation came to be is that although we were making great progress, it was really important for us to formalize our commitment to living our values of being a force for good and for our to our wider goal of making the world a better place. So that led to initiatives such as us, well, first of all, joining the Pledge 1% movement, which is really about committing 1% of our time our product, our people, and our equity towards social impact work. And also that that led us to launching the Canva Foundation. So yeah, the, the foundation's mission is to bring to life our value of being a force for good by combining what I'd say the, the best of Canva and all the resources that we have at our fingertips to help solve global challenges in the most impactful way possible. We've spent a lot of time researching and you know, taking into consideration all the different ways we could help. And we finally settled on two kind of initial goals for the foundation that we think provide the greatest impact. Um, and that's empowering nonprofits to achieve their goals um, and impact through design. And then number two was around giving youth in poverty access to skills needed to succeed in this new digital economy with the goal of creating a more inclusive future for them. Yeah, we're just getting started in the space, but we're really excited about how we're going to have a bigger impact in 2021 and beyond. How does all this inspire your people? Obviously, I can see you're really inspired in the way you talk about it. Um, and <laughs> yeah. I imagine your people, they would be as well. How do you see it inspiring your people? And the second part to my question is, how do you check that it's inspiring your people still, that it's still relevant? Yeah, that's a great question. Well, I think, you know, to answer the first part, I, th I think they're inspired in that, you know, many of our team members share our passion to be a force for good. And they really enjoy, you know, being able to contribute their time, their ideas and solutions to help Canva achieve these commitments with the foundation, as well as, you know, our overarching goal to do as much good in the world as possible. So it's it's become increasingly important from our for our employees to feel that their work has a purpose and they want to contribute, you know, something to the world and they want to be proud of their employer. Yeah. You know, I think that's what we're trying to do at Canva is bring that to life for them here. Yeah. And then, you know, to answer your second question, I think one of the ways we're checking in on that is obviously through our employee engagement and culture, you know, check-ins that we do, we kind of consistently ask about this space. And I will say pride in working for Canva and the belief in our mission and purpose and, you know, ability to do great things in the world are some of our highest scores. So our employees are telling us it matters to them. 
And then we've also seen just a significant increase in applications for future candidates, um, future Canvanots coming through. And, and we attribute a lot of that to what we're doing in this space. Are you starting to, or perhaps you've been doing that for a while, but starting to talk about that purpose, you know, within your EVP and getting that out when you're actually looking to attract, you're in a really competitive space, I imagine. <laughs> what role is that starting to play in terms of, I guess, attracting the right people to your organization as well? We could always be... I think shouting it more from the rooftops and, and sharing more about it. So I think we have some room to, to increase uh, education out to the community of what we're doing in this space. But the one thing that we've always done from day one at Canva is, you know, had values be a core part of our interview process. Yeah. And so that has been something that just any candidate um, and potential employee that walks through, you know, or goes through the interview process. We've had lengthy discussions about values and how they show up for you. And, you know, we're really looking to check in of, of do these people lead with compassion? Do they care deeply about others? So we do a lot of time in values-based interviews. One of your other values, be a good human. Look, I try and get up every day and be a good human. I'm not sure that I succeed every single day. In fact, I'm sure that I don't. But in terms of, of Canva, what does that mean to you and your organization? Uh, well, I, I feel you on that one. I agree. <laughs> I, I have two young kids that sometimes make it challenging. But, uh, <laughs> so I think for Canva, being a good human is really about I mean, treating it's simple, but it's, it's treating each other with kindness and respect. It's about being a team player. Our work gets done in teams and we value that team unit more than ourselves. You know, it's about having an open mind towards others and always having really good intentions. I'd say it's kind of the three things that I think underpin what a good human looks like at Canva. It's that, you know, we believe in leading with compassion and having a people first mindset. Mm. Um, so we really try to take an empathetic approach, you know, to the decisions that are made. And, you know, we believe in humility and aren't a big fan of big egos. Um, so we really do value the greater good and best outcome over, you know, a personal agenda. And then the third is I think we just really do believe in conscious, clear and kind communication. I think that can go a really long way. As your organization has grown incrementally, in terms of monitoring, I guess, the behaviors and the values that people have and helping them to live them, yeah. how's that become a challenge for you as well? Uh, you know, and the fact that you're distributed globally as well. Is your role, I imagine that's fairly important for you to keep on top of? It is a little bit more difficult um, in a virtual environment because it requires more intentional efforts, I think, to build that foundational trust and psychological mm. safety and things like that that are so strong for values to be able to, to come to life. And so I think we've been just really intentional and focused on, okay, these values are something that is so important for us. They guide our decision-making. How do we make sure employees from the day, you know, first day they step their foot through the door at Canva, that the experiences that they're having on the inside shape the beliefs that then form the actions that they do on a daily basis that bring the values to life. So we're like really intentional yeah. about, okay, what are those experiences? And we call, um, we tend to call them peak experiences um, at Canva. So we're just really like thoughtful and, okay, how does this experience that this person's going to have at Canva showcase our values and make it and help them believe that these are the things that are most important here because they are. When people are coming in, I, th I think, and I've had quite a few conversations, you know, it was all about fitting in with a culture for quite a long time. And, and now people are sort of saying, well, it's adding to a culture as well. We don't necessarily want that cookie cutter approach of, you know, we need diversity of thought as well. Is that a fine line to balance sometimes? 
Yeah, but we've, we're very much subscribed to the culture ads. We know that like, you know, we're growing and scaling and changing. Like we're essentially a new company every year, but with the amount of headcount growth we have. And so we want folks that are going to be willing to grow on this journey with us and that, yeah, can come in and teach us something we didn't know to bring a diverse perspective or opinion that we might not have thought about. So it, it is a balance, but we think the non-negotiable is that we have some of the core values shared, but we want as much diversity and representation and different types of identities as we can possibly get because we you know see the value in that and know that it'll make Canva a better place. It's been great chatting to you and we always try and finish one of these episodes with a bit of advice. We've got a really broad and diverse listening audience actually. Some people are in small SME, some people are heavily entrenched in the HR world and others aren't. And look, it's a fairly broad question, but whether they are in HR or a startup, what's your advice on fostering a great culture in the current workplace climate? I think if I was going to boil it down, I mean, it can be really easy to overlook the importance of investing in a great, in creating a great culture, especially when most companies are so busy with, or individuals are so busy with so many competing priorities. Ultimately, my advice here would be to just keep culture top of mind and to create those intentional experiences every single day. You can't let your foot off the gas there. Um, you know, our, our culture and our team are the backbone to our success. And so without these, we wouldn't be able to move at speed, set our crazy big goals and scale and grow together at the rate that we've been able to. So, you know, I think part of that is you talk about your mission, your values, you create that sense of purpose in the work that you do and helping connect your employees to it. So they just come to work one, having, having a lot of fun, which has always been important to us. Yeah. But, you know, Two, they feel connected deeply to why they're there and how they're contributing. Crystal, it's been fascinating talking to you and understanding a lot more about Canva. Thank you very much for joining us on Talent Talks. Ah, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Well, thanks for joining us for this remote episode. For more ideas and discussions on the world of work and all things recruitment and HR, stay tuned for upcoming episodes of Seek Talent Talks.